Don. Meryl Lee. Good morning. Good morning. It's still morning. <clears throat> yeah, is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Pardon me. I'm sorry. <clears throat> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh. <laughs> You've been no. through the ringer. Yeah. Um, yeah, a very interesting conversation with the surgeon yesterday. Um I'm there and I'm, you know, I'm in pain and all that. And I, and I'm all, you know, and da, 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 da. Yeah. So she's uh, got her thing on. Nice gal. Great staff. Not a man among them. They were all women. Um, and uh, terrific. And um, she said, uh, here's the problem, John. She said, uh, what you've got is infected fully. Oof. And uh, she said, uh, the uh, deadening material the Novocaine or whatever she want to call it doesn't work in that situation. Yikes. <sighs> Ow. <laughs> so, okay. So I'm thinking, you know, my own very special Charles Bronson movie all of a sudden, you know, where's my boot right. I can chew on right. and give me a slug of whiskey. Mm-hmm. And that's what it turned out to be. Jeez. Uh, I've never felt anything like that in my life. It was amazing. Uh, and uh, I was shaking and quivering and whimpering on the table like a dog in shot. Uh, um, Christine jumped up and ran across the room and grabbed me to, to, to keep me. I got one and I've got people holding me down. Yeah. Yeah, it was just great. It was just a lovely afternoon. Fuck yes, it was just terrific. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh so you had to just kind of literally bite the bullet on that yeah yeah and um so now i have to go through a whole protocol of uh spit baths um like four a day and uh, <clears throat> a bunch of stuff to keep my um let's wow. see the area between your anus and your vagina is called a perineum is that what's called perineum I don't know. <laughs> there is a anyway. slang name for that, but <laughs> I'll leave that alone. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, uh, so that area. Oh, it's your. <laughs> I won't. I won't go there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. It's called your taint. Oh, okay. Your taint. Your taint. <laughs> Oh, taint. Oh, your taint. Oh. Yeah, because it taint oh. this and it taint at that. <laughs> <laughs> now, that, now, that's dicey. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. The taint, yeah. The taint. Cute. Okay. The taint. So the taint is between there and the, in the, in the uh, your food tube goes from your mouth to your butt, right? One yeah. tube goes all the way through. Okay. And depending on how you're using that tube, you can screw it up, you know? Okay. And so, anyway, if you screw up your food tube, and it's at the end of the tube as opposed to the front of the tube, there's all sorts of things that you don't like about that. Uh huh. And my food tube was screwed up at the end. Okay. So, uh, anyway, yeah, that's where we are now. And uh, I go back into, um, I did a bunch of post-op stuff, and it'll be interesting. Um, they've been trying to get my colon out since I was probably 60, maybe 59. Mm. Uh, and I keep telling them no mm-hmm. and so you know and they keep I mean I know the surgeons are sharpening their knives right now I know they are because I'm going back to the third for another sit down <clears throat> I mean they got the, the exacto knives out right now and um, we'll just have to talk about it and <clears throat> decide what to do mm-hmm. um, or some version of that so yeah it's um, it's all modern medicine you know some version mm-hmm. of it mm-hmm. and um Thank God for surgery, though, because I think if I hadn't met these people yesterday, I'd have been in big trouble. Big trouble. Mm. So I thank them. We had a great time. We had a lot of laughs afterwards. Mm-hmm. And they're just good people, you know. Good. And this one, this one nurse, she was, she was. I was facing her, and I had my hands gripping the uh, sidebars of the table. Yeah. And she was bending over me, leaning over me, and she was grabbing the cheek of my butt and pulling it up so the surgeon could do could have a better view. 
Uh-huh. And I'm sitting there doing what I was, you know, like a wounded animal. And she leans down. She says, it's okay if you swear. It's okay if you swear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yep. Yep. Because sometimes there's no other word to quite express how you feel. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. I'm sorry you had to go through all that. Yeah, me too. Mm. Me too. But it's mm-hmm. the beautiful, and like, I think it's been like, I think it'd be kind of like childbirth. I think that it's the, it's the pain that goes away the fastest, you know. It, the pain, when you're, when you, when you have, don't have a lingering pain, then it's fine. You know I mean? It's, right. it's gone. Mm-hmm. And boom, I'm on, they got me on Oxy right now. Uh-huh. I'm on uh, a bunch of antibiotics and amoxicillin and blah, blah, blah. I mean, and I'm on Oxycontin and whatever. They're trying to keep the pain down. And I get it because it's horrific, fucking horrific. Mm. Oh, wow. I can't imagine. Oh, oh God. So anyway, how's no, <laughs> no conversation about garlic and honey? <laughs> <laughs> no. We didn't talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh. No. I've been uh, concerned about you sending out my army to look after you. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I love you. You know that. I love you. Mm-hmm. And um, aside from that, waiting, just um, <clears throat> I've been having a lot of fun with my podcast. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, it's cool. I've mm-hmm. I've managed to check it out myself, and it's wonderful. I mean, oh well, I I liked it. I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm biased, but I liked it. Mm. Um, and uh, you know, obviously, other people do too. They're you know writing in, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, and your thing on the second or third night on Swan Lake. Yeah. And 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 I mean, I appreciate the call out. I mean, shout out to me. Mm-hmm. It was. I, for some reason, I'd never heard that before. What, Swan Lake? Yeah. Oh. What you oh. read was, was fresh to me. So and it was It was great. Yes. Mm. Mm. It was great. I didn't realize, I mean, it, and then you segued into, you know, the, you know, people think like that. And then you right. talked about us and, right. and um, God damn, it was great. Because it's a skill set to have an imagination. You know, I to guess just so. yeah. draw with your mind and create something that's not there. Yeah. Well, that's what you're yeah, doing. Yeah, it was amazing. I mean, Swan Lake was amazing. Oh, this guy's description such... of the castle. Yes. I was a f- amazing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I was reading again and I'm thinking, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Right. Got a map to this place? Yeah. Wow. Mm hmm. Yeah, and the great. keys and just uh, oh, the whales and. Well, just... you're a you are a you're a, such a good reader. I mean, you really have a media voice. Thank you. Uh, you really do, and you you, <laughs> you know you have a great expression, and you understand about pausing and you know mm-hmm. being whatever you're mm-hmm. supposed to do that correct. I mean, you just sound really terrific. So mm-hmm. I I uh, it's good. a pleasure. It's a pleasure to listen to your talk. It really, thank is. you. Well, I like to take the reader on a little journey. I'm not the reader. Well, the listener now. The, listener, the reader. Yeah. yeah, the reader when I'm writing, but the listener yeah. when I'm talking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So writing, what are you, how are you, how's that happening? You, what were you doing today? Uh, uh, I have to finish. Okay, so I have to finish my chapter for volume 13. Okay. And that in itself is a love affair, you know, so you don't want to rush a love affair because it's just, it feels good. The whole idea is to enjoy it, the journey, right? It's not about finishing right. it. Right. right. And uh, yeah, so that I'm taking my time with that. <clears throat> but yesterday, okay, so yesterday, remember my whole rant about my phone bill and AT&T and that whole thing? Right. Okay. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I went through 11 people, four hours, et cetera, et cetera. And then I put it down. I said, okay, remember I, came, I went to, I got to a dead end and the guy was so militant and just stonewalling me. Said, all right. All right. And you know, this is what vibration does. Seriously. I let it go. 
And, you know, I had a good night and I did my podcast, all that. Then yesterday morning, I said, all right, I'm going to try this thing again. I'm going to call again and get this straightened out. So I call again. And of course, you know, the guy answers the phone and he says, okay, I'm going to transfer you to. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Here we go. The fun begins, you know. So he transfers me over to another guy who was absolutely wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. And, he, you know, his whole demeanor, like, you know what? I hear your pain. And he goes, I'm going to fix this for you today. And I'm like, you are? <laughs> That's it? You're going to fix it? And he sure did. He fixed it all. Well, you know, we have to wait till next month till I get my bill. But right now, it looks really good. He sent me, I, he actually emailed me the quote and what he was going to do and how much my bill would be. I'm like, nobody's done that before. Nobody's done that. They make a lot of promises and they don't deliver anything. And I end up taking it in the shorts, you know, because, well, because the customer's not always right. And then he gave me his email at the end and said, if you continue to have problems, email me directly and I'll figure it out for you. Is this just as simple as the luck of the draw? You either get yes. a good one or you get a bad one? Yes. All the time. All the time in any industry. All the time. So all the bad ones give everybody a bad name. Wow. Yes. It's, I mean, that was like random selection. I mean, you could have got him yesterday. It been, been fine. That's right. That's right. I mean, the day before, I mean, yeah. Uh-huh. So it's... Okay. uh. So it's random selection. It's luck of the draw. Wow. Well, it just goes to show you that don't give up. Don't give up. There's there's so many people, you know, working on whatever problem that you have. Somebody's got the answer. Somebody's going to help you. Just don't give up. I agree with that. But I also think that it's a corporate problem where why didn't it happen on the first day? Why didn't, why didn't the first person say, what's the matter with these guys? It's like... <sighs> Yeah, you know, I think every person prior to yesterday was <clears throat> trying to make a sale <laughs> from my problem. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'm, not, I'm not endorsing that, but yes, that would make sense. Sure. Right. So they're, you they're know, trying, trying to spin to... it. They're trying to spin it. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of making a customer happy, they're trying to spin it. Right. Yeah. And, uh, this guy just, I don't know. He just, he did a really good job. And even though I was you know, trying to explain my situation again and how unhappy I was about this and he just listened. He goes, I understand, ma'am. You're going to have it solved today. <laughs> I'm like, huh? What? Are you an angel? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So this mm -hmm. guy, I don't know what his rank was. But yesterday, apparently, I made it all the way to the quote-unquote top. It was the last stop, and he was just, I mean, just as vigilant as, like, you know, the castle guard. And um, today, I mean, yesterday, it was totally different. Like, I, I got in the back door somehow. <laughs> well, all in good for you because you got what you wanted. But it's unfortunate that it had to be, had to take up two days of your life. Yeah, but you know what it does? It's just a confirmation bias again for me because I truly believe that everything else that I'm doing, you know, I'm focusing on love no matter what project I'm working on, right? Or whatever it is I'm doing in the day. And that vibration changes everything. Like that, I revisited my problem and it was solved. Easy and well, effortless. I mean, but were you different on the second day? Were you different no. the second day? No. If anything, I had resolve in my voice. Like, here I go again. You know, you are now number 13. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I said, it's nothing personal. You know, I'm not angry with you. I just have a problem that I have not been able to solve. And uh, he goes, we're going to solve it today. And he did. And it, it was just amazing. <laughs> Yeah. And hopefully next month I won't have to deal with it again. And he said if you do and there's a problem, email me. Nobody's ever said that before. 
Well, no. but he was, and he was a real guy. <clears throat> of he, course, he was a real person. Yeah. Yeah, he was a real yeah. guy. And the others, when I say, you know, I was talking to so and so, you know, the day before, and there was the one girl. Remember, I said that who was actually breathing and understood right. the problem. I said, "Can you, <laughs> yeah. can you connect me to her?" No, ma'am, I'm sorry. I am not able to connect you to her. And I'm like, oh, I know it says on your notes, who helped me? Yeah. But no. Okay. So then he gave me to this other guy and yeah, it was like magic. I, it's fun to talk to bots when they're, when they're, they're sending a bot to solve your problem, you know, no, no, and you realize fun. that the bot is not working well. Right. And then they'll, they'll you know, a question. And I'll say, uh, I'm going to, I'm typing, I will, I'm going to send in an extraction team and burn, blow up your car and burn down your building. I'm sorry, sir. We don't have the number to that department. We're having a hard time. It's, you know. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. I've actually, yeah. I told one of those chat things because it, it, every response was, you know, it was just played out, right? Like already written. Right. And I said, can I please talk to a live human being? I typed that in there. And ma'am, I am a live human being. <laughs> oh my. I'm like, no, you're not. No. <laughs> you can't be. Can't be. Yeah. You can't be. It can't be that mechanical. And uh, yeah. So that worked out and I'm very happy about it. Of course I found my penny and talked about that on my my show. And you know, I really enjoyed the imagination show. You know. I think that was what number three. I don't know. I yeah, just... imagination was about about well, that's, Swan Lake. That's the Swan Lake. Yeah, I don't know what number it was, but I know. Yeah, number three. Yeah. Now and... I I went this morning uh, to hit on the Merrill Lee show. Yeah. Uh, and it was the purple format, and it wouldn't link me to anything. It just it was just there. Is that there was there was no hyperlink on the picture? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. You mean like the um, like what I posted on, on Facebook? Put on Facebook, right? I hit that. And oh, it was, it was just what? an image. Oh, okay, all right. Right? Yeah, because I wanted yeah, that image to take image. me to the show, and it wouldn't do it. So no, it wouldn't do it. Mm -mm. Okay, nice image mm -mm. though. And I, yeah, you'd have to actually look for it. Thank you. Oh, good. Yeah, it makes it nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yesterday, what did I talk about last night? It was um oh a loving attitude, and how a loving attitude is not the same as a positive attitude. So let's see. When the surgeon said to me, "By the way, this is not going to work," um, but we're going to do it anyway. Was that was that a loving attitude? Um. Um. I think it was <laughs> it was an honest one <laughs> because you you might feel something, okay? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, God, can you can you tighten your grip on the bars? Right, and, uh, nurse. Would you hold him down, please? Yes, John. Yeah. This, is, this is not how you think it's going to go. <laughs> yeah, we're trying our best. <laughs> you may feel a little something. <laughs> she, she said. She said to me, "These are the words. I really hate to torture people, but." <laughs> oh God! I really hate to torture people," she said. "Thank you." Yikes! Oh God! Well, you know, you got it handled, and now you're on your way out again. And I'm glad yeah. that you don't have the pain. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm not sure yet. They they got me on drugs, but I'm probably. Uh -huh. But anyway, I ordered. I had to, now. I've got to take these spit baths. You know, like that? where you soak your butt in warm water. Oh, okay. And right. uh, uh, so I and they so there's a way to do it in your tub, of course, which is a lot of water. Especially mm -hmm. you got to do that three or four times a day, mm -hmm. which is I have to do it a lot for the first week. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I, I get up at night and I pick up my phone and I go to Amazon to look for spit bath stuff, and you know they're just everywhere uh, because yeah. apparently a lot of people have this problem. So I ordered that. It's coming today. Uh, I ordered six a six pack of three pound Epsom salt, mm -hmm. and uh, and one of these things that essentially 
snaps onto your toilet. Mm. Um, and then there's a, uh, it's like, it's like a poor man's bidet, I think. Okay. Uh, you push the bottom down and it forms a bowl and then you pour water in there and you put in the salt and then <laughs> they have, you got to sit have, in it. Yeah. You got to sit in it for 20 minutes each time. Oh, got to sit in that thing. And, and then they, and they have these, they have, they had the model that had batteries. You could push a button. It would circulate the water. Mm-hmm. But I was, I thought that's not very dependable. So I got the plunger type where I, I grab a rubber <laughs> plunger and I plunge it and it circulates the water and bubbles it up. So I'm going to sit there on the stool, on the throne for 20 minutes, four times a day, sitting in warm water, squeezing this bulb. I don't know if I like the visual, John. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this journey you're taking me on. <laughs> this is wonderful. No. No, you know what? It, it makes me mad, actually. It, it really does. And I blame... I blame the system for feeding us crap because our body is meant to be sick. It's not. It ha- we have everything we need to keep ourselves healthy, running yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, just... I think yeah, I was a victim of the accumulation of, um, yeah. of chemistry, you know, chemistry, whatever yeah, it is. You're going to be, you know, having crap all the time. And it's all the time. Like, you know, you might be thinking, well, donuts are crap. I shouldn't be eating donuts, but I don't eat them that often. Okay, well, maybe not. But what about, and then you start looking at everything else, all the chemicals, the fake sugars, and the flavor enhancers, and the colorings, and the, you know, the preservatives. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No. But, but, I mean, it sounds like an episode of Alone. I mean, what do I eat? A, a raw squirrel or something? I mean, what? uh, well you know for me i just don't have to go to the store you avoid the store it's all poison if you get something fresh from the farmer's market and i know not everybody has one and i feel blessed for that but if you can you're going to see the difference between like you know real bread and that bread you know, fresh eggs and those eggs. Just the quality, the taste, and the, yeah, can't wait. Every day, I mean, like every week, I can't wait for Saturday to show up so I can go to the farmer's market. So tomorrow morning is Saturday. Yep. And you will go and you will get, is this when you buy the yogurt and stuff uh-huh. on Saturday? Mm-hmm. And you get, now do you buy, what color onions do you get? Oh, you get the red, red onions? Red. Yeah, red. Yeah, yellow. Red. They're, the be- they're the best. Well, I understand the red ones are the ones that have all the good right. stuff. Mm-hmm. I love them all. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to start just getting red ones. Yeah, I pickle think. them. Or um, yeah. I like, remember I told you I like a red onion with beef jerky. Sounds good. Yeah, you just yeah. start eating simpler. You know, just fall in love with simple stuff. But, but beef jerky's full of of salt, salt stuff, trisodium yeah. phosphate. Well, yeah, you depending know, on the you can use on that, the you, one. Can, you can sprinkle that on your sidewalk if you get ice on it. Right, the TSP. That's what I clean my walls with. But there you go. Well, how, <laughs> I can take yeah. the jerky out of my mouth. I can rub it on the wall, put it back in my mouth. <laughs> right. Well, you know, just like anything, there's there's different qualities and ingredients in the stuff that you buy. Do you, uh, do you process any of your own meat? Have you ever done that? Processed your own meat? My son Scripts? does that. What about no. him doing that? How do, you, how do you get involved in that? I, I don't know. He just, I don't know. Ben, ben does all kinds of different things with food. And I don't know, like he started, what is it? Um, when you, not marinate, not salt, but you... What's the term? Like you take egg yolks and you put it in salt and then you just let that. Cure it? Yeah, you cure it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You cure it. And then you can slice that egg yolk and then you put it on things or you can shave it onto your food, your salads and things like that. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's what they used to do. I mean, that's what that's what men of war did in the old days. You know, that's master and commander stuff, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. um, Marks and brigantines. And he cured, 
Yeah, a bunch of meat for this bachelor party he just threw for his friend. And he told me that he took the um, the garlic and honey, you know, my concoction with right. them. And they, they poured that all over the meats. And he said everybody loved it. Oh, bet. Yeah, I said it's medicinal too. You know what's funny about that? <laughs> I made I made him um, a tincture of rosemary, dried dried rosemary and vodka, and you just let that sit, you know, for I forget how many weeks, but you just let it sit, and then when it's done, you strain out the rosemary, and you've got what's left over is the vodka, and then you take that like a teaspoon or something whenever you feel under the weather, it's good for you. Well. I guess his friend came over and he wanted something to drink. And Ben's like, I don't have anything to drink, but my mom made this. <laughs> <laughs> and they drank it all. <laughs> well, Ben's days are good. Does the, I, does, the, does the alcohol, doesn't the alcohol evaporate at some point? Get out of there? I, I don't know about After that. After a while. After I a don't while. know. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Well, if it works, it works. And that's, I mean, that's typically a hunter's trait. And Ben's probably not a hunter, is he? He's not. No. This is. I think he would be, though. He's the, he, of the family, he'd be the hunter of the family? Yeah, he's got a bow and arrow. All right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Crossbow? Longbow? Mm -hmm. What kind? Mm -hmm. Cross? It's, I think it's a crossbow. What's the difference? Well, one looks like a rifle and one looks like an Indian shot it. No. A crossbow. And, no, I mean, no, 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 the Indian one. <laughs> yeah, that's a long yeah, bow. Yeah, bow and arrow bow. Yeah, that's a long bow, yeah. Pull it back. Where, and... where it, go, it goes up and down. It goes up and down. Vertical. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, pull yeah. it back. Hold yeah. with the left arm. Pull back with the right arm. Right. I yeah, no, it's college. Not... That was my yeah. PE in college. Yeah, that's cool. Bow and arrow shooting. Yeah. We, a, we had a guy that that um, was the grow, mowing the grass. And... Uh, he carried. He was in a cage because he knew we were going to try and shoot him. We did it all the time. We go out there, we shoot arrows at this guy, and um, they glance off his truck. But it was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, when well, Ben he, first got it, he thought it was a good idea to practice in his room, and he put that target up. In know. his room. Yeah. Did it go the through? Wall. Did it go through the wall? It didn't go through the wall, but it went through the window. A bit. Oh, the window. Good. Yeah. That's more expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. The penetration power of an arrow is extreme, much bigger than a thirty out six or a two seventy. Scary, it scares really. me. Mm. Mm -mm. Yeah, it, it's got great penetrating power. Well, good for him. That's great. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Got all that. Okay. I can tell you're excited as hell about it, but it's good. Uh, mm -hmm. Oh, Whatever. come on, mom. It's all right. No, he got my uh, granddaughter one too for her good. birthday. Terrific. I know. I'm like, oh my gosh, Arabella is going to grow up, and every guy is going to be like, um, mm. <laughs> she's beautiful but deadly, <laughs> as it should be. Yeah, that's great. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, of course. But um, anyway, so what else? What else we got today? Well, did the drugs? I you know, affect well, your you, mind? <laughs> well, I don't know. Does this conversation demonstrate that? I don't know. It might. No, you sound fine. Um, do I? Mm -hmm. yeah. No, I, I think, um, you know, I was definitely affected during the process, but no, I'm not. I think, I think the, um, the, the backside of this story will be uh, more discovery to see mm -hmm. just, just how much damage I've really done mm -hmm. and what they're going to do about it. Um, so that's fine. And I'll, I'll work that in. I'm not worried about it. Whatever, whatever happens, happens, you know, that thing. Um, they read my file, which is interesting. They, I, I, this is, this was an emergency room situation. So and now it's the emergency department. It's not, the, not ER, it's ED now. I went to the ED, the mm -hmm. emergency department. Um, but they read my file and they were gobsmacked at my file. And I've said this before, you know, mm -hmm. the, when, when they go to, when they take me to the meetings, I become clinically interesting. And I right. have a fresh doctor, like say, Whoa, I read your file. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I should, I don't know. I've been dead probably for 12 years, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, 
Yeah. On the one hand, that makes total sense. I mean, for the way that you know you're you're living in this other world, and now yeah. you're describing what's going on. Yeah, up I probably there. came back here for a sabbatical and read your book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously. That's yeah, how I, it's going. Mm-hmm. That's how it's going. Your book I know is... it. It's well, funny how it's you're calling it my book. <laughs> 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 it's definitely your book. Well, it's your story. Yeah. It's your story. Mm. Yeah. I read a so. picture of uh, Jim Morrison's grave on Facebook this morning uh, mm. at the Pierre Lachaise Cemetery in Paris. Yeah. Um, that's really quite an experience to go to Pierre Lachaise. And, to, and Jim Morrison himself is a great experience, too. Um, but... Um, it reminded me of my time in Paris, and and um, I met you at, at Pictou Cemetery uh, in Paris when you came in and gave me the the um, uh, plasma strike uh, power that I needed for the committee. Yes. yes, which I thought at the time was lovely, but mm-hmm. they killed me over it. So you know, I mean, um, it was it, it was a mixed blessing, but mm-hmm. it was amazing because I think that's the first time you've kind of shown your colors. Um, that you were not just some, you know, waif off the street. Mm-hmm. And um, it was, mm. went from there, but um, it's, it's great. I mean, it's, it's going to be the story of the century. Your story will be the story of the century. And I'm, for me to be writing it is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm even, I'm, I've been told, as you know, I've been told, and I think you wrote it, uh, you paraphrased it with someone else, um, maybe on one of the social media sites, but, but someone said, you're living this story, aren't you? You're living the story. And that couldn't be, that couldn't be more true. Right. Very Couldn't accurate. be more true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Christine, um, during the process of um, this kerfuffle yesterday, picked mm-hmm. up a copy of the last chapter that we just finished. Mm-hmm. And she looks at me and she, she read it and she said, wow, you should get sick more often. <laughs> Why? Because she loved it. Because she loved it. Yeah, but I don't, I'm not, I'm not, what do you mean? Because so she could have time to read it or what? No, no. It? She was reading it because she had the time because waiting for you know, me to get right. carved up. And right. she's reading the chapter and she says, wow, John, you should get sick more often. This is really good. <laughs> 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 it, yeah, it's really good and beyond good. I don't want to brag, but I mean that was a funny that was funny in the in the operating room to have that because one of the doctors said, "What do you do, John? What do you do?" Mm-hmm. I said, "I'm a writer." Mm-hmm. Oh wow! And she was a she was a resident. Mm-hmm. She said, "My boyfriend's or my no my fiance's a writer. He's got three books, but are not going to be published because he's a perfectionist. He's driving me crazy." And I thought, "Wow, have I heard that story before." Yep. Yeah. yeah. Totally. You know what? I was on the mastermind this morning for cracking the rich code and Jim was talking about that very thing. You know, like he must have read his book 30 times over. He goes and he goes, and I haven't picked it up in a while. And he goes, and I pick it up and boom, there's two mistakes. And it's, <laughs> and you get so tired of reading the same manuscript over and over and over again. Uh-huh. You can't see it anymore. That's right. Mm-hmm. One of the one one of the ways to do that is to is to read the book backwards. Um, uh, they'll help you catch uh-huh. it. They claim. I've never done it, but they, that's what they claim. Well, mm-hmm. you know, that's what we have editors for. It's like you read it. <laughs> you tell me. I'm the creator. Well, I, I, I agree with that. Yeah. yeah, but I didn't have that luxury either. I Except agree with, with yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Up with Kathy, she was wonderful. <clears throat> yeah, but I mean, I can I'll, I'll read parts of the game and I'll just like I'll chip up and go, gotta fix that. Then it's like, no, just get the message. We're moving on. You um, but you tip your your tendency is not to review your material. Your tendency is to just keep going. Yes. It's like it's like you're a you're like an auger or grinder <laughs> or something. You know, mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. like a plaster mine. You just dredge this stream. And don't ever look back. I don't. I don't look back. 
I, I, I cringe at it. You know, like all my shows on YouTube, I have zero interest in going back and watching my show, editing it. Why? You must be getting a phone call because this thing dropped off. Or the whole thing went. Yeah. yeah. You get a phone call? Yeah. Got a call. Okay. Um, <clears throat> what I was going to say was, I could take those and make reels, and I keep telling myself I'm going to. But there's always a new project that's in front of me that I need to do that. I need to do what's here right now. I think that's maybe, is that progressive? Yeah. Okay. You know, just quit rehashing. Do you approve stuff. of it? Do you approve of it or do you, or you're just, you think it's an affliction or do you approve of it that way? You think it's good? Um, I think it works for me. It works for me because I feel like people get too caught up in the perfection of things, you know, so you're redoing that and redoing that and redoing that. And it's like, let it go, get to something else, do something else. And that insecurity, you know, of just wanting it to be just right or not, you know, it's not exactly the way I want it. So let me go back and, you know, whatever you have to remember that there's more people out there who have zero idea how you came up with that. Let them just be caught up in the wonder of it all. Well, I think pushing forward speaks to history, you know. Mm-hmm. I right. mean, there would be no, there wouldn't be a Boston Tea Party or a Bill of Rights or a, you know, or the Wright Brothers' first flight of Kitty Hawk. None of that stuff would be if there weren't people that were just pushing ahead. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Is this going to work? I don't know, but we're going to do it. That's right. You know, That's put exactly on your helmet. exactly right. Right. Mm-hmm. Just going to do it and throw yeah. it in the wind. That's right. That's what the surgeon said to me yesterday. We're going to do it. Put <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. something between John's teeth and you hold on to him, nurse. Hang him. Hold Could him you imagine? Oh, my gosh. If we heard a surgeon say, wait a minute. It's not quite right. Let me go back and do it again. <laughs> Well, Excuse what was me? interesting, <laughs> yeah. because I wasn't under general anesthesia, I got to listen to all the conversations on the table. Mm-hmm. I was fully aware. I was fully aware. I mean, they were, you know, yeah, they were they were anesthetizing my butt, but that did not migrate up to my brain. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I got to hear the whole thing, and it was, and it was. Uh, she was talking to me nonstop. She really was. It was mm-hmm. I, to her credit. She was great. She's the picture in the, she's the, the surgeon is the gal in the picture that I sent you. Mm-hmm. That's the, giving you a thumbs up. That's yeah. the surgeon. Mm-hmm. She's terrific. That's great. Anyway, enough of that. I don't, you don't like this conversation, but it's, it's, uh, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Now that's over with. I yeah, but what was the point? We were talking about going back and redoing stuff. Imagine if the surgeon said that. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's absolutely. And I mean, in, in the conversation, she was doing that. I'm going to go back in and press some more. Mm. I don't think I've got this. I'm going to go in and do some more. You know, and I know what she did, you know, right. 15 seconds ago. Now she wants to do it again. Mm-hmm. You know, this mm-hmm. time I'm going to bite the rails on the bed. Right. The hell with grabbing them. Oh, my know? gosh. So the, the candidness of, you know, I don't think I got that. Let's do this one again. Move it, get that over there. Catch this. Well, if you can, I'm going to try this one again. So it's just chatter, table chatter. But you know what I noticed about you, John, especially what? when I saw the picture again, is just how strong you are. You are so strong. You're like a rock. I mean, the strength of mine, the, your hands, the, everything about you, just like, I don't know, rocket your oh. or something. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. I, had some, I had some good came out of that. That's yeah. great. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. I was, uh, well, whatever retoning I did on the table, it, you know, it, it came full bore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was, um, there's a scene in Master Commander in the first, well, the Master Commander series, actually, the first one where a young man gets his arm shot off and they have to amputate it down or whatever and he gets a shot anyway it's um and um and um captain aubrey is a is a fan of of admiral lord nelson 
And he comes in, he really likes this kid. He's a little tiny blonde boy. And Captain Aubrey comes back and gives him his personal copy of um, of um, Admiral Lord Nelson's story and explains to him that he met him once at the table. And uh, and Aubrey was, was I remind me of myself. He tells the little, the little soldier, uh, and I met Admiral Lord Nelson. And, uh, and then, and he said this at another table. This is another scene. And then the, and the officers, the deck officers said, well, what did he say to you? What did he say? And he said, Aubrey, would you please pass the salt? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Out of his name. Yeah. I mean, I met, I met President Eisenhower the same way. You know, I was, I was at Eisenhower's belt buckle. My nose was on his belt buckle when he was the president at the end of his first term. Hmm. And um, it was terrific. I, wow. mean, I mean, for me, even it was terrific. You know, mm-hmm. I met uh, I met Reagan the same way. Um, and I and Clinton, bumped into Clinton, too. Wow. Uh, crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. That's inside the Beltway is a funny place. Inside the stories, anywhere inside the Beltway, is 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 uh, is manipulation and corruption at at the finest, at its finest. Um, it's like it's like American royalty. We just endow these people with with the power yeah. to take from us over and over and over again, lie to us repeatedly, and and throw these lavish parties and influencers to beat hell. And it's all just fluff. fluff. Yep. Fluff. Yep. That's why it's fake. It's an illusion. Yeah. That's why we keep saying that. And on, you got to keep saying it and, and explaining how and why to chip away to finally convince people that love is the answer. All there is. That's real. You know, and it's like, well, how? <laughs> this morning I was thinking about that, you know, when you tell people what you do and the word love comes up and, oh, that's nice. Like they immediately just discount it to, you know, the little daisy in the garden. That's great. Good for you. <laughs> 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 and it's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's not it. Yeah. Didn't the other day we were going to we were going to talk about something? That, I mean, that you we were going to call you something. What was it? You remember we were going to call you something ology? Oh yeah. Um, what was it? Was it? the remember? it was the um, behaviorologist? Behaviorist. Or, we, we yeah, added, but we yeah yeah we added it, the ologist. <laughs> yeah, to make it make it yeah, cooler. Yeah, I did. But I said, but I frankly think behaviorist is a uh, is a good one. It is, but it isn't. Oh, There's a lot of people. Oh, the blues, there's a lot the of blues, people. The dues off that lily already, huh? Well, because there's a lot of people who who called themselves the same. And behaviorist. It, yes, I feel like because love is such a foreign concept that we're trying to make it something common. And so we just say, well, we won't use love. We'll call it this because everybody knows what a behaviorist is. That's because nobody knows what love is. That's the niche. Yeah, but the thing is, as I'm hearing you say that, if you say love, it's, it's, it makes you a curiosity. But if you say behaviorist, you can send me a bill. Okay, that's a great point. That is a great point. Um. Yeah, could definitely put all all kinds of names on me like that that would support a bill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hate to fall so, into the rut of money here, but that's yeah, but that's the break point right there. I mean, love is the answer. It's the whole ball game. Right. But nobody, nobody's you know sends money because I on the top of your letterhead it says love send me twenty five dollars. So but, isn't it interesting, though, because to your point, 
we have to name it something other than love because love is only love on the right side. But if we're talking about money, we we need a different title. <laughs> if that doesn't support my argument, I don't know what does. <laughs> You're right. You're right. All right. I don't know. Um, in what the meeting put, today. Uh, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say in the, in the meeting today, you know, we go into these breakout rooms and when we have new co-authors and stuff. And so immediately, you know, what I do is try to, uh, it's pigeonholed into uh, common language. And it's like, well, yeah, you know, somewhat, yeah. But, These are new authors talking to you. Uh-huh. Okay. Right. You know, until I clarify. And then all of a sudden it becomes like, oh. I had one person actually say, we really don't know what love is, do we? After the realization of, you know, what I'm talking about, hearing more about it. Like, oh, I never thought of it like that. Mm-hmm. Is there, I wonder, is there a path to understanding love in such a is there a path <laughs> I, mean, uh, I think so I mean well I mean the book I, I get the book but the point is is that um, is there is could you have a is there an elevator speech that works well I don't know if there's an elevator speech but there's a question you know if you if you literally just ask somebody what does I love you mean? Well, then you put them on guard, though. Right. But if the love is so easy, why can't we just answer that? Well, but you know what? But the answer the answer does set the hook, doesn't it? Yes. I think you're correct. I think you're correct. If you could... But I would I would just be... be if you could just do that every time uh, because the I, I won't hurt you backside of that story is um is so profound i think i think that's the that's the thing that's the holy grail mm -hmm. that's what i think anyway right am i right yeah the thing oh. is the natural assumption is i already know what love is what else you got yes i get it of course uh-huh all right so now it's, well, what does I love you mean? And then when, you know, you really can't nail it down because the description and the definition seems to be infinite and subject to, you know, whoever's defining it, right? So nobody can come to an agreement. Well, that's what I do. I teach what love is so that we can unify. We need to un unite in our understanding so that we can stop hurting each other in our ignorance. But getting people out of the trap, which is what you're good at, um, that's a that's a stretch. I mean, that's hard. That's really is hard. I I bring it up, but it's hard. Um, really is. You make it sound simple, but and again, just like everything else with you, it's it's simple. Execution is the answer. Right. And that's why, you know, for me, there's all kinds of projects that are bubbling up that include me. So I'm not really having to convince a person or someone that love is the answer. Because you're folded into somebody else's project. Right. <laughs> right. So you're a piece of their puzzle. Right. Like I'm a piece of your puzzle. You know what okay. I mean? Like just being inspired to write this book and taking off the way it did. Yeah. Mm hmm Same with but others. I, huh. It's funny I didn't view it that way. I guess there's no reason not to. But I don't see you in my, in my organization. Um, you're in my mind. But I don't see you in my, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it seems to me that, that 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 couching it that way makes it kind of um, abrasive, almost. What do you mean? 
a organization, like. I don't understand. Well, if you you say I'm in your I'm in your organization, you know, like 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 I'm in your organization. I'm writing the book, but to me, mm-hmm. when you say that, that sounds abrasive. That no. sounds un. That sounds very detached. No, no, no. Did I, did I say that? Yeah. That you're in my organization. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, like me. I'm in your organization. Or as you said, something to that effect. Yeah. Right. No, not not in my organization. Meaning that. Mm-hmm. Like with the book, let me just keep it right here. Like with the book, if there wasn't me, right? Who would you be writing it about? Well, it's impossible. There okay, is so only there. You. Yeah. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. And then in other people's projects, you know, like let's say with Kenny, if there's no me, there's no reason. Yeah. That's the whole point. But that doesn't necessarily put you in my organization. I, I don't know where organization came from. I don't know either. I, I didn't say that. Okay, strike that from the record. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Strike that no, from the record. No, <laughs> or if I, did, if I did say it, let me, let me clarify. Um, not, not an organization, a project. I'm part of other people's project. Or the inspiration for the project. Yeah, but I don't see it. I, I have a long time. I don't. I just don't agree with any of that. I mean, I, I have a long time ago dumped this as a project. It's not a project anymore. It's a labor of love. Well, okay. Yes, absolutely true. It has to be a labor of love. It yeah. has to be. But to simplify the term, it's still your project. You're working on it. Right. I mean, it's it's a project. Like it's just like my book. I mean, I'm writing my chapter right now, and it's the project that I'm working on right now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But I, I, you know, I would fight with the vernacular in that case. I would just would fight with it personally. And it's just my that's my own problem. I would just fight against it. But yeah, I'm a you know I'm I'm a vernacular you know groupie anyway, so that's different. Well. I'm just saying that uh, we were talking mm. about me convincing others that love is the answer. There's no reason for me to do that because those who get it are being inspired on their own to create something because of it. That's all true. Yeah. But see, it's easy for me to say that. Easy for me to say that's all true. Because I recognize it, but I'm practiced at it as well by simply talking to you. I'm practiced at it and listening mm-hmm. to you and then doing some practice on my own. Yes. Yeah. It's a, it's a learning curve. But I'm the one that brought up the elevator speech. Like I, you know, and I think maybe that's just impossible uh, to, but then you came back with, you know, what is the definition of love? What does love mean? And then you get, my gosh, then you might as well go to Webster and it gets all crazy. And then you come back and say, I won't hurt you, you know? And that just really changes the whole paradigm, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Somebody uh, came back with a question for me today on Facebook. And he said, um, let me see his post. He, he wrote a long post, so I'm not going to read the whole post. But hit the meaning of his post was saying that he's going to be all in. When it comes to love, he's going to be all in. He's not going to hold back, even though it hurts, even though he's been hurt many times before. He's not going to compromise the intensity of his love because he's been hurt. Okay, so it just, he doesn't want to um, protect his ability to love or tone it down just because, you know, there's pain involved. Okay. Yeah. So that he's saying that he's just going to keep loving. And so then um, I said that the pain isn't necessary and education and love opens our eyes. It's now a choice to walk in blind. And then he said, then why does grief exist? And I said, 
because we know not what we do. Free will gives us the choice to love or not to love. When we don't know the difference, we experience pain. Grief is the result of a lost attachment. Pain is the result of an injured ego. When we learn how to detach from the ego, we save ourselves from grief and pain, enabling us to be more loving. So I think that's satisfied. <laughs> he didn't come back. Okay. Uh-huh. I think right. what happened to me, I think what happens what happens to me in listening to the words is that as soon as you cross the bridge from the from the vernacular Webster name your company definition of love and you go to the simple phrase, the simple sentence of I won't hurt you, that personalizes it right away. Right. That's right. And that takes it away from the institution completely. <clears throat> yep. And it's personal. And I think that's the secret. Mm-hmm. And if you if you don't remember anything else, that will save you from shooting yourself in the foot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So instead of, you know, the behaviorist or the behaviorologist or all this other, I just, I just teach people how to stop the pain. Well, yeah, but you're, I mean, you're still suspect. I mean, to, you know, people that are working Madison Avenue, you're suspect <clears throat> because you don't represent anything to their bottom line and they think they're perfect. And then that's just, they're going to run up against that all the time. You know, what are you going to do? You just, I don't, I'm, I'm not saying this is bad. I'm just saying that's just the way it is. Um, you know, when I, when I talk, if I, if I talk to a gatekeeper, a gatekeeper with a big mm-hmm. corporation, for example, mm-hmm. or from anybody, you know, my story better not be love. It's got to be something else. It's got to be their, um, you know, their crane system right. or their, their water supply or right. whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you can't talk about the umbrella. The umbrella is love. You have to talk about everything that's underneath the umbrella. Yeah. Stuff that's, that's going to increase their bottom line is basically a staff that knows critical thinking skills. You know, they, they possess that. They understand what it is to resolve a situation that's volatile. And they, they, ha- they need a staff that knows how to communicate effectively without causing pain. That's how you increase your bottom line. Because everyone is working in unison and they're happy about it. So they don't need love. <laughs> yeah. There's a book um, that's um, that was uh, written by Clayton Christensen, who unfortunately died, uh, but he was a Harvard guy that I knew. Um, great educator, terrific guy. Um, and he was a Mormon, uh, so he, he had a he had a uh, an ethic. He had he had a theist ethic about him, which I found I found annoying. I found annoying, but we talked that through. Um, but I mean, I'm surprised you'll even talk to me, frankly, based on that. But but you do for some reason. Are you still saving me somehow? I don't know. Because it's not religion. I know it's not. I know it's not. I know it's not. But anyway, what I'm, what I'm, what reminded me of of Clayton is 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 how effective you would be and are in that kind of an environment if allowed to be there. Um, I mean, that would just be amazing if people read the game at corporate America. Right. It'd be staggering. I mean, that's the, that's the reset right there. That's right. That's right. I mean, you can feel yeah. all this other poppycock. I mean, that's the reset. Right. 
but they don't, you know, they don't know that they need it. Just like every individual, every individual who thinks that they don't need it because love is simple. It's all the other problems of the world that get in the way. No, clearly we don't understand what love is because all those problems move away. Um, oddly enough, my bell just went off and it's 17 seconds after the hour, which means I am now scheduled to go push on the bulb and sit on okay. the warm water. Oh, no. Okay, go do that. <laughs> <laughs> go sit. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Well, I love our talks. I love you. I love you. Thanks. Okay. Talk to you later. Bye.